Good morning, happy Tuesday, and welcome to the Grow Your No Show. I am Kelly Williams, and I'm here today with Clay Edwards. Um, hey, Clay. <laughs> Started a little, uh, a little, came in a little hotter than I thought. <laughs> How are you? Hey. Are you good? What are we doing here? Can you hear me? Why are we... What, what, uh, let's try this. Hey, yes, okay. Why are we on an echo? All right, well, let's just talk. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm on an echo there on the headphones, so we'll just do it like this. Okay, What's that's fine on? with me. I, lots, as usual, as always. Um, uh, you know, there's lots, always lots going on in cannabis, um, for sure. Uh, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just got through doing two hours of, uh, doing what I do, my radio show. And yeah, yeah. Angering people and satisfying people and <laughs> you know, kind of hitting all the, hitting all the hot topics of the day. Um, I, uh, I did a little digging. So I've got, so I've got some stuff I wanted to share. Um, we're, we're going to, I want to, I want to talk about a, uh, an event we're going to host in a minute, but I also, um, today want to talk about, uh, I, uh, found an article a little bit, you know, we've been talking about. Uh, cannabis and sports. Yes. Right. Performance enhancing. Right. Possibly and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I found uh, I found a, a recent um, article from uh, talking about the NCAA, which is the National Collegiate. Yep. Uh, what Athletic is it? Athletic Association. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've always assumed that's what the AA stood for. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, where they have a panel that recommends dropping cannabis from banned substances list. And so I want to talk about that too as we go forward. But I thought it was super interesting because that if I, if I recall accurately, they actually make a determination as to whether or not cannabis is uh, enhancing Perform and and, and enhan- uh, performance enhancing. Um, they find it is not, but not. Uh, but we're gonna. I, I want to talk about the article, but it's well, yeah. So I'm curious if like I think enhance performance enhancing is probably a mischaracterization of it. But I do like my my thing on it has been will it help you recover faster? You know, right? Like, because it, it, that it, could be enhancing. But it could I mean, be because if I can get back in the gym faster. Then I am more likely to be able to track and train harder, and you know, so on and so forth. Right. It's like if I'm if I don't have to take two or three days off, hurt. That's right. I can get back on the in the gym, on the practice field, whatever the case may be, and if I can do it without having to take an opioids, all sure. the better. Oh yeah, because then you're not zonked out. I mean, you know, uh, then it, then you, your your body is allowed to continue to train. So I understand. You know, to me, I guess it just comes back to what does enhancement mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, like all of the the sports. Uh, like the NFL and the NBA and perhaps the NCAA, I would assume they all subscribe to the same meaning of sports enhancing. But I, sports, uh, what performance enhancing? I can't mm-hmm. even get the word right. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the word they like to use is performance enhancing drugs. Performance enhancing drugs. I'm assuming that that they all use the same definition, but I have no idea. I definitely think, obviously, it comes back. You know, put my lawyer hat on. It comes back to uh, what the what those terms mean. Um, for sure. So, I mean, I think the word drugs is is a mischaracterization of anything that's performance enhancing as well, in my personal opinion. You know, I don't like calling things drugs that aren't illegal. 
Right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, because if you look at the, the term drugs in its broadest definition, I mean, caffeine is a – well, caffeine is a drug. There's no question about that. Like, caffeine yeah. is a drug. <laughs> it's not, and, I, it's, and I know that we call, yeah. our, we call our drug stores drug stores, so right. I'm probably wrong on this, but just the, the word drugs has been so, so villainized. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like it, – it, we really call it medicine. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm nitpicking here a little bit, but I still Well, but it matters. You know, words matter. The, the definitions matter, especially when it comes down to determinations, um, billion-dollar determinations when you talk about sports and performance-enhancing drugs. So, uh, yeah, words matter. Yeah. Um, but it's, before, more, it's more like performance-enhancing supplements. Yeah, I get And that, uh, like, all the supplements. Yeah, supplements are a huge market. I mean, they're uh-huh. a huge market. You know, I, I'm not for any more government control, but I, as a guy that works out a lot and, you know, takes supplements and this, that, and the other, I, I would like to see a little more regulation through the FDA on some of these supplements and stuff because yeah. there's a lot of fake stuff. There's a lot of bad stuff out there. Absolutely. You know, yeah. You know, and, I, and I would like to, you know, a little more, you know, more tests done on some things. Just, you know, it's not that I think a lot of it's hurting people. But I just don't think it's helping people either. And it's a lot of money. Right. Like, does this stuff really work? Like, is it is there a claim that's made, and is that claim accurate? Like, yeah. you know, if you if you if you're going to sell something, you know, e- even going back to you know, I'll 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 go back to medical marijuana. You know, in the past, you've heard us talk about you know we're we're going to we're going to produce a medicinal product and that that we're going to ask people to use or are going to provide to you know to sell to people to use and and uh we want it to be safe and so um so i would think anything that you wanted a consumer to put in their body should be safe it should be tested uh and and should be determined to be safe yeah past my pre-workout which is you know, I'm not too big. I, I get what's in a pre-workout. I know that it serves its purpose. It gets me ramped up. Yeah. To, what's a to, pre-workout? It, it's basically uh, it gets your blood flowing. You know, okay, whether, like whether, is it a warm up or just whether a... it's caffeine or whatever supplements they put in it? You oh, know, okay. It, it, okay. To kind of get to get you going, get your blood circuit, move your blood to the top of your skin. Oh, is this like a consumable? Like yeah. so when you say a pre-warm up, you're talking about something you ingest, like a drink? Yeah, you, it's powder. Oh, you I was thinking some... like a warm up, an exercise. Oh no, no. Oh, no. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a you can tell. You can tell I work out a lot. I got it. I got it. So. Other than my pre-workout and my creatine, which I understand what they do. I you know the science is there. I get it. I, I, I can see it physically work. I can feel it physically work. It serves its purpose. Interesting. Uh, the creatine helps get the water okay. in the muscle to help it recover faster, so on and so forth. And hmm. the pre-workout okay. is just like drinking. You know, it kind of is what it is. It gets you. It's, it's a. It gets your blood flowing. So you can kind of jump straight into working I've out. Never heard, I've never heard. I've never heard of that. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. They're different brands. I, I use one called Redcon One. It's one I'm comfortable with. But outside of that, like if I take any kind of like stimulant, we'll call it. Uh, I've recently started taking Joe Rogan on part of a supplement company called Onit O N I T, and they actually do double blind studies on their stuff. Okay, and, and they That's which you don't have to yeah. do as a supplement company because it's not it's, it's not controlled by the FDA. But they do it, and they have this product called. I went brain. I took it this morning. I should remember the name of it. <laughs> um, I, t- I took a picture of it. So let's see here. I took it this morning, and it's to help you focus and uh, have better train of thought and all that. And it, it's actually worked, other than me not remembering the name. It's called Alpha Brain. Okay, I've talked about it for years. <laughs> Alpha and, Brain. And, you know, but it's kind of like a. 
it kind of has a similar effects to like what Adderall would without all the nasty side effects as far as helping you mm. focus and okay. and uh, have better workflow and stuff. And, and I can say uh, at two mornings into taking it, I, you know, I think I've, I go back and I listen to my shows. I did two, two, two hour shows, Monday and Tuesday solo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, carrying that train of thought through those shows can sometimes be taxing. Sure. You know, it's like, can I be coherent? Right. Absolutely. To talk to myself at the end of the day. For two hours, right. you know, and I was proud of both shows when I got done. I was like, okay, I feel like both made sense from from tail to tail, you know, from end to end there. And then doing a third hour today. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Know, but, but I say all that to say that's the only other, um, like what I would call a, a mental stimulant type drug or supplement right. that I take. And the only reason I decided to take that was because of all the extra studies and everything they put into it versus some of these others who don't have the the studies behind them. And I know y'all have invested heavily in the marijuana, medical marijuana industry yeah. into a lot of studies finally being done. Oh, yeah. To prove yeah. some of the myths or urban legends uh, true or false. Right. And, and you know, we, we've I think we dedicated a, a pretty pretty much a, a big portion of a show, one of the shows that we did, you and I did, um, mm-hmm. to research. Um, that there is this big misconception that there's no research. We do have research. Absolutely. Um, you know, California, we've got, I mean, they've been legal medicinally for for years now. Yeah. Uh, Colorado's the same way, um, other states. And so we've got lots of, um, we now have, uh, I, I don't know if I'd call it robust yet, um, relatively speaking to other areas of, you know, of, of drugs, other classes of drugs that we've used forever. Um, but I, but it is a misconception to say we don't have, we don't have reliable research. Um, and, and we're doing that more and more and more. Well, we, we had a caller call in during that show that brought up the point. He's like, if there's not research, what the hell were they doing at Ole Miss for the last 20 years? <laughs> that, that is true. He did say, he did make a great point. That's right. That's no, exactly no, he, right. He was like, clearly there's research <laughs> on, on this very topic. And I was like, you know, that is a great point. Otherwise, what were they doing with it? Yeah. So yeah, there, there's tons of uh, great studies. People have to want to find stuff. That, that, That's right. It's like people who only read the headline. Right. On a news story. You, know, you get you 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 read the clickbait, yeah. But you didn't put the energy in to actually read the article. And it's like the people who say there's no studies. Well, have you looked? Right. That's it. yeah. No, because there's tons of studies. There's tons of studies. Now we may not have as many uh, federally funded studies, sure. and perhaps that's what they're referring to. But there are reliable studies that are done uh, independent of the federal government. Uh, well, I'm not a big. I'm not a big. Uh, truster of the federal government <laughs> so uh, you know i don't know that uh, if, maybe if, they're all if, more reliable yeah if, if them if them to, if them doing the study if i completely trust it or not so i, I do tend to trust private entities more so uh, yeah. funding the or educational folks funding these these studies so they're probably better served yeah the you just hit the nail educational folks i think it's educational folks because educationally I, yeah yeah a hundred percent um i i think that but so yeah yeah so um, and speaking of, it's not research, but it is educational. Um, I wanted to mention that we are hosting a CLE. So I'm a lawyer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know that about me. Um, and, uh, so I still, even though I closed up my practice, um, to found and, uh, be the CEO of Kelly's Green, I'm still a lawyer. I'm still barred and I'm still active with the bar. And so I have to get CLE hours just like every other lawyer. And um, and so we wanted to put together uh, a CLE 
Um, so that we're going to host a CLE. It's on the 26th, July 26th of the, uh, of this month, CLE. We're going to do it at MC Law is going to present it. Kelly's Green is going to sponsor it. And I'm telling you, we have got so many great, um, presenters coming literally like many of the, um, of the leaders in the Mississippi market and who have brought the law to Mississippi and who have really dug in on everything from licensing to operational to um, all business aspects, all educational aspects, all regulatory aspects. We are going to have them there. And the great thing, too, is not only is it marketed to, of course, it's lawyers who get CLEs. You get six hours plus an ethics continued hour. Continued legal education. That's why I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So continued legal education. Lawyers are required to have, um, unless you're, you you uh, qualify for some exemption, and I can't even think of one at the moment. But um, lawyers have to have 12 hours per year with an ethics hour. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, so, um, uh, so do, so do car salesmen. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but yes, so we're going to put on a CLE. Um, Kelly's Green is going to sponsor lunch, and it's going to be uh, marketed and available to non lawyers as well, which is something interesting. Is normally not at least, I mean, I suppose anybody could come to a CLE. But the cost is typically the cost. So if you're a non-lawyer, you probably don't want to pay the cost of coming to a CLE that it would cost a lawyer to get their CLE hours because they're going to report everything to the Commission on Continuing Legal Education so that you get your hours. But we are offering this up to non-lawyers as well at a discounted rate of like 25 bucks. Yeah. Um, to kind of to, to, to participate and witness and see how it all works and just absolutely. to be more educated. Absolutely, because we are going to have, um, it's a great mix of presenters and panels that we're going to put forward. And so while it's extraordinarily um, informative and educational to lawyers, uh, is it, which is really great because a lot of CLEs, I don't know, I won't say that for a lot, but there are some CLEs that are just frankly boring and, and you, you always bring other work. Like when I was practicing, if I was short on hours at the end, I would always go to something at the very end and just like bring a full day's work with me so that I'm working on something else. Is it a full day? It is. Yeah, this one is. It's going to be, it is. It's going to be six hours because you get six hours of, um, of CLE time. Um, it'll start at eight 30 and I think we'll be out of there by three 30 or four. Um, and we'll have a lunch of course. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it should be a really interesting day. Um, we just have a great lineup. We've got, um, well, you, hold that thought. Yep. Let's do the, let's do the tease. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great lineup we'll, coming. We'll, we'll speak, we'll speak <laughs> of the lineup and we'll, we'll, we'll say who this, uh, give, let's tell us who is best served by this class. This yep. maybe not a lawyer. This is grow, your know, with Kelly Williams and Clay Edwards brought to you by Kelly's green. And we'll be right back on 103.9 FM. W-Y-A-B. All right, welcome back in to Grow Your Know, brought to you by Kelly's Green. This is Clay Edwards. I'm joined here by the CEO of Kelly's Green herself, Miss Kelly Williams. And we are discussing their big event coming up here, the uh, Continued Legal Education event out at MC School Yeah, MC Law. MC, MC Law. Law. And what's the Jackson. date on that? Mar- uh, I was going to say March 26th. <laughs> July 26th. Um, yes, it's coming up. Uh, I guess that is that next week. 
It is. That's next week. Holy so cow. That, what's okay. that next, next Thursday? Yeah, it's next. Yeah. Or Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. I that, think so. I, I got an event at the Coliseum, 28th, 29th. Yeah, so that's okay. Wednesday. Yep. Uh, so who are some of your, uh, who are some of the, the speakers? Who are some, who are some people who aren't lawyers who should probably attend this, who could learn something from it? Okay, so if you are in the industry, and that, and that means if you are a cultivator or a processor or a, a retailer or anyone who is looking to get a license, um, I mean, or, or or have or has a license, it's really for you um, because we're going to cover so much great stuff um, and so much good information that uh, yeah, it's it's really for anybody who's interested in um, in uh, in cannabis. So and and so what we've got our lineup, we've got Claire Millet, and she is with Cosmic Simmons and Brown. And um, Claire's been, she's a, a wealth of knowledge um, with cannabis. We've got um, a panel that's going to be put together, a business panel. Uh, and I think I think Claire's going to talk about uh, getting a license. Um, we've got a business panel that's going to be put together or that is, that's coming. And that it's got an uh, uh, insurance representative. We've got uh, uh, the NOW agency coming. We've got Canna First coming. We've got Ken Newberger with 3MA who's going to be on there. So a really, um, a really great representation of some of the business challenges and some of the operational things. You know, banking is a, is, is super complex. Well, with Newberger's great. He's been on yeah, here what, uh, twice, I think. Yeah, yeah, he I is. Mean, his uh, his shows are very informative. That'll be that'll be worth the price of admission alone there. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's just a he's a wealth of knowledge. And and again, you know, been in it since the beginning. Like Ken and I have worked together. Uh, I've had the the pleasure and the the privilege of working and the honor of working with Ken, you know, really for the last five years. So, and he is, he's, he is a great, he's done a great job. Um, we've got, um, Slate's VZ come in with, he's who's, he, too, yeah, yeah, he's with Bradley and, um, they, uh, he's got a, a ton of, ton of information. He's going to talk about, um, what, what comes after your license, like some operational stuff. Um, we've got, uh, Spence Flatguard coming. Uh, he is also presenting, and Spence is with Watkins Eager. And I'll tell you, Spence is another who – Spence has been in this from the beginning. Like, um, you know, I, I've, I've had the – again, the, the privilege and the honor to work with Spence for the last five years um, because he's just been in it from the beginning. And uh, he's going to present. We've got um, a, two other panels. I'm trying to think. We've got uh, – Oh, a judicial panel, a judicial panel, which, you know, as one of the things that I used to really appreciate um, when I was practicing law is I loved the opportunity to see um, a judge speak or or see a judicial panel uh, because, you know, it's not often that you get FaceTime or you get to be in front of a judge and talk with them about issues um, when you're not litigating them in front of them. Uh, and that's a that's a great opportunity for lawyers because you know you want to know how judges feel uh, about certain issues or about certain precedent or about uh, just anything you know um, you want to you want that that's that is that is part of the value of, of a great lawyer is they they know the judges they're going in front and I, when I say no I don't mean in an <laughs> I don't mean in an unethical way I, I mean sure. they know how these judges will rule based on how they've ruled and their experience in front of them. 
Um, well, it's a great opportunity to get in front of a judicial committee like that without it being any unethical stuff. A hundred percent. You know, just a great, great opportunity to go be a sponge. Right. Yeah. And we're going to have um, Judge Carlin Hicks, who is the Hines County Youth Court judge and uh, Judge uh, Tiffany Groves. And uh, she is Hines County Chancery. And I think we are perhaps having a, a defense and a prosecutor as well. Oh, I can't remember at the moment. I'm sorry about that. But um, but a great legal panel. And then um, and then we're super excited to have a regulatory panel, too. We have got um, representatives from the Department of Health and the Department of Revenue coming. And um, and, and that in and of itself, again, just a wealth of, of just a great opportunity to hear um, hear the department's uh, hear the state speak on um, on on you know share what what they will with us on cannabis. It's just uh, so we've really covered every sort of every or tried to cover every piece of it. And then Kelly's Green is going to sponsor lunch. So um, so yeah. And if you're a non lawyer, it's only twenty five bucks. And um, we're excited to excited to be there and how do they, to bring it. How do they sign up? There will be a link that you can register on, and uh, I will we'll have it on our website, which is www.kellysgreen.org. And um, we'll put it on our social media, too, once it comes out. I think the the, uh, the registration link and all that are probably coming out today. And so we'll put it we'll definitely put it on our Facebook page. Yeah, and that's Kelly's Green Inc. Yes, that's just, right. Just that's heads right. Up out there. Yeah. Um, so super excited about that. Um, and there's also one of the other things is there's a th- there's an event that evening. Um, it's a, a, co- a collaborative effort. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but it's uh, hosted by 3MA and I think MCTA, which are two of the trade associations. Um, I think those are the only two that are hosting it. I, I'll, I'll have to find that graphic as well. We're gonna we're gonna. Um, we're gonna we'll have we'll put that on our web our, our Facebook page, also, um, and that's an event happening right after the CLE. I think it uh, around five ish. I think it's like a cocktail hour. I could be wrong on that. We'll, we'll have it on our Facebook page so that that people can see it. But um, yeah, so if you're interested in if you're in the industry, uh, if you're interested in being in the industry, or if you are a lawyer who is working in the industry or a lawyer who is just interested in, in the cannabis codes and, um, and, uh, and the regulatory stuff and, and just how it all works, then it's, it's for you. So, yeah, I yeah. think, I, I, I think to be able to go and hear from the department of revenue after a year or so of this being legal yeah. and working through the, the, the growing pains and kind of what was, I mean, and not just them, but everybody, but I'm, sure. I'm always especially interested in the state agencies cause they, they tend to move a little slower. Right, you know, just it is what it is, right? Sure, sure. And you know, to and, and they, but they they've been pretty much on their toes on this thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and, and there was new legislation this year to make some tweaks, and mm-hmm. I think you'll see that evolve throughout the year. And they've been way better about this than I thought they would be once it kind of got right. implemented. So it would be interesting to hear the Department of Revenue's thought processes on kind of how this is moving and implementing everything, and what they're seeing, any potential changes right. they may would like to see moving forward and you know to get all those heads in one place at one time yeah and and uh and and you know i i do you know the state gets a lot of uh, i mean the state's not perfect obviously but but i will tell you when it comes to the cannabis program the mississippi medical cannabis program i really think that it's been done well i mean i know we, we've had a, a a slow start we've had some challenges and we had some hiccups but that can be expected in any in, at the outset of any program i mean this was a brand new program it has the complexity of being legal in the state for medicinal purposes and still 
illegally uh, it's still illegal federally. And so, um, you know, I think that I think that Mississippi has done a phenomenal job on creating a great program that provides patients with relief. And you can't say that with all other programs. I mean, I don't want to talk about other states on here, but I no, will. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, we've got some neighboring states whose programs are sort of ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not knee-deep in the weeds of it, but um, I've heard Alabama's is kind of <laughs> Oh, rough. yeah. Like, I mean. Pretty I, much non-existent. Pretty much non-existent. And, uh, and, and it's just, and, and the way that I think that they've done it, it's probably going to end up in litigation. And, um, and, it, and, and when you tie up a program in litigation, people don't get relief. That's what, you know, the patients sort of get lost in that, um, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, well, litigation works itself out. And, you know, after years, and if you have a judge who enjoins or, you know, puts a TRO or an injunction in place against a program, an entire program while the litigation is sorted out, then you have patients who are just waiting for relief. And you're no better than when you, before you had, and, and you know, uh, and that, that didn't happen here. And uh, it's because of the way our program was written. Uh, I'm still, to this day, paint me shocked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's paint me shocked. All right, let's take a break real quick. Okay, awesome. This is Grow Your Know. Brought to you by Kelly's Green. You got Kelly Williams, the CEO there over at Kelly's Green here in the studio. And you got Clay Edwards. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right. Welcome back into Grow Your Know. Brought to you by Kelly's Green. I have got Kelly Williams. She's the boss lady over there. <laughs> and hey, by the way, and this is Clay Edwards, and by the way, they are hiring right now. Yes, correct? yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I keep forgetting to mention it. We are hiring. Um, you know, I always go back to when I started this. Um, well, not right when I started it, but throughout this journey, we we said, hey, we're bringing jobs. We're bringing jobs. Um, you know, and, and we are, and we have, and we, we are bringing, you know, we, and these are good jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we compete with Amazon on pay. We have a health insurance that picks up after a probationary period and, um, work culture is really important to us. The vibe there, if you will, um, people, can I, yeah. Can I, can I add to that? Yeah. Cause I had the pleasure of taking a tour there and I went through the, the grow rooms and stuff mm-hmm. and I met some of the staff and, the, that was the first thing I picked up on was the vibe of the place, mm-hmm. the the culture there. Mm-hmm. I think culture is so important. It is. And it's top down. Yeah. And I, I think it starts with you guys. But the people that were there, that maybe 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 it's because they're cleared. We're show listeners. I don't know. <laughs> you know. I just, but I, but I felt the love. Yeah. And it was just everybody was super cool. I got to hear people's old people who grew up in Jackson. I got to hear their stories. Yeah. And just talk to everybody. And it just they're, they're, it did not seem fake at all. It, right, you know, it seemed like everybody's super comfortable there. I mean, I, I left with such an impression that I was like, maybe one day I could see myself working here. You know, I oh, oh my god, I don't know, I don't know anything about this, but it, the culture was so, the it's vibe was fantastic. so nice that it was like seriously, I was like, I could see myself working. I don't know about anywhere else in the industry, yeah, but for Kelly's Green as a company, it's somewhere I could see oh my myself. Oh we'd love to, be, to have you. you know? <laughs> and, uh, but 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 that's the kind of vibe. So to, to your yeah. point, I, you know, I, it, it, yeah, and you know, we've hired probably twenty twenty five people since you came through, mm-hmm. um, and we're you know trying to hire fifteen or twenty. You know, yesterday, like yeah. we can't bring them on fast enough. We can't bring people on fast enough because we're just ramping up so quickly. Um, but yeah, no. So we 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 said we were bringing jobs, and we are bringing jobs, and we are hiring. We've got a 
We've got a, um, a post uh, on Indeed if you want to go in there and find. We are hiring for cultivation and post-harvest. Uh, and a lot of times people are like, what's, you know, everybody, cultivation is cultivation. It's, it's growing and it's working with the plants. And a lot of times people are like, you know, so what's post-harvest? Post-harvest uh, is really a lot. It, you know, we've got um, several different positions in post-harvest. It's trimming um, and it's packaging it's inventory. It's uh, you know all of these things that happened uh, that happened uh, post harvest. You know after you harvest the plant. So um, yeah, we're 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 hiring. If you're interested, um, go to Indeed and you can apply on Indeed. You do need to have a valid Mississippi medical marijuana work permit in order for us to hire you. Um, so if you and you can do that, you can get one of those. It's online. Um, the process is easy. Uh, as you know, we did a work permit assistance program at one point with mm-hmm. our job fair. Um, so, um, you know, we're, we're willing to help people do that if they need help with it. But sometimes as the, the more that we, the, the, the more operational we get, the more we ramp up, um, it is harder to have just people come in for appointments to help them with their work permits, but we do try to do that still. Do they, do they start that process on the Department of Health website? Yes, you can go to the Department of Health, and and, and actually the department, the state has created a new website, um, but you can get to it through the Department of Health website. I always forget it. I I um I need we'll, to. We'll find it. Yeah, we, we need, get off yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you go and what you what you do is you register on the portal. Uh, and once you register, then you get an, an email that says verify that you are who you are. And once you verify that, then you go back into that portal. And it's like four or five tabs that you fill out. A lot of it's, you know, one of them's personal information, which obviously everybody knows. One of them is an attestation page that just says I haven't been convicted of, uh, you know, a, a disqualifying felony. And I agree not to divert cannabis and I understand that my work permit can be suspended, just that sort of thing. You want some, you know, some things to make sure. And then you have to upload a copy of your state-issued ID um, and a copy of proof of residence, which I believe the work, the, the state-issued ID, I think, will also provide a proof of residence. Yeah, you know, if it didn't, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like when you come buy a car from me and we got to have proof of residence. You know, ID can be from for anything, uh, you know, you Heck, I don't. I, my ID may still have my parents' address on it from however long ago. I just don't even think I've updated it. Yeah. But, um, you know, but they're going to want to see some kind of utility bill usually, or, right. or something that proves that you get mail at least to where you live, a cell phone right. bill, something like that. So the fact you don't have to have that and you can just use your driver's license, which you just got to prove that you live in the state. Right. And That's a state right. issued ID typically covers that regardless right. if it's in Byram, Brandon, well, or Pearl. Well, you know what? You, you don't actually have to show you live in Mississippi. You don't have to be a Mississippi resident to get a work permit. Really? That's right. They just want to, you just have to have proof of residence. So for example, if I live, you're a citizen, that's right. And what they want to know is that you are who you say you are. Yeah. So, you know, not, so you don't have to be, that's interesting. Yeah. So you don't have to have proof of residence for Mississippi residents. You just have to have proof of residence to show that you, to, to help them to provide proof to the, to the, to the state that you are who you say you are. Yeah. Some kind of driver's license number, social security number, whatever your license right. has on or That's ID right. card. Yeah. Or because we, you know, yeah, because we, we've, um, yeah. So you don't have to be yeah. a Mississippi resident uh, to get your work permit. And then you'll also be, so a couple of the things that I think send that sort of delay people in trying to get it done is there's an affidavit that you have to have. It's a background affidavit. You can get that affidavit from the website as well. You just print it off. Uh, you have to have it notarized, and then you're going to upload it back to the website. 
and um, and then uh, a fingerprint card. Um, you'll you have to you know you'll get a fingerprint, and we have tons of fingerprint cards. Does JPD still do those for you? Can you still go down to JPD um, and get that done? Yeah, so I think you can go to. When um, I got my liquor license, I went down to the JPD headquarters and had it done. Yeah, because we had to kind of the same background right, check, go to right. the FBI or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I, I think just about any. Any local law enforcement will do the fingerprint. Now, some of them charge and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. And then some of them have um, some of them have days or times that they do it on. Yeah, so, so just if, call your local. And that's right. See. That's right. Yeah, if, um, you don't, if you don't want to go to downtown, I get it. You know, so call, uh, you know, wherever you're at, whatever's most convenient and just for find you. It. Yeah. So once you get that fingerprint card, then you have to um, you have to uh, send that back into the Department of Health. And um, and then you you uh, you submit your application that you did online. And then, you know, they, you, you wait for your approval and it's pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's not, it sounds, when we talk about it, it sounds more burdensome or cumbersome than it actually is. I was just supposed to say it, it, it's two or three steps. They're not all at the same place. I know the, 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 the fingerprint can be intimidating. Right. You know, and, and you're like, oh, well, this ain't going to be a today thing. Well, this is a career. Right. That you That's don't right. have to go to college for, you know, you, you can go, go commit a day. Right. To getting all this together. Don't quit your job yet. You know, right. get your yeah, permit right. in. Yeah, don't go quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> take, take a day off. Sometimes you just got to do it. You know, you got you to make sacrifices. Long-term, short-term loss, long-term gain. Yep. You know, go get your permit. Get all that taken care of. Um, then start your interviewing process. Or, hey, you know, even if you don't have your permit, you can still do the interview. That's right. And all that. And say, yeah. okay, this is, hey, this is probably going to be for you. You can you should take the next step. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's great. So and then and then uh, and then you know you wait for your work permit and you get get your job. Oh, and the other thing about it is it's, is you own the work permit. So the applicant owns the work permit. You can take that work permit and go work at any medical marijuana company in the state, not just Kelly's Green. So yeah. you own that. If, if for some reason you leave us and you want to go work somewhere else, you take that work permit and that that qualifies you to work at any uh, any uh, cannabis company in the state of Mississippi. And this will cover you from. Grow facility to dispensary and everywhere in between, correct? But, but you got to have it for anywhere in the industry, correct? That's right. Yeah, you cannot get a job in the medical marijuana industry in Mississippi without your work permit. You and cannot. no level, no aspect, No, nothing. you can't even volunteer. Got if, it. if somebody wanted to come volunteer their time to us, they can't even volunteer their time to us without a work permit. So transport nothing. No, nothing. Yeah, nothing. So Absolutely. Just, just, just want to make sure, since this is an educational show, yeah, I just want to make sure we, yeah. we, we make that clear. Yeah, because we do have a lot of people that ask, that, well, can I just do, can I work part-time? And I was like, well, you can work part-time, but you can't work part-time for us without a work permit. And it's easy. I know it sounds intimidating. At least you don't have to do all your tax information and stuff with it like you do with the liquor license. Right. Just go get your fingerprints. That's the easy part. Yeah. You know, yeah. and get a stamp and an envelope and send it off. Yeah. You know, and not, not too difficult. Uh, Kelly, we got a couple minutes left. Yeah. Uh, you want to circle back? Did you did you say you did find some studies on the... Uh, well, I do. Do we have time for that? So, yeah, yeah, I think we do. I can, I can, we can look at it very quickly. Or you do know, you have something else you wanted to hit? No, well, no. I mean, we've got, I've got, I've got several things that you know um, that, that I'm always 
you know, it's funny every time, every week I'm always like, oh, we're going to talk about this or we're going to talk about that. And it's just, you know, we never get to it. What is it? Which is okay. we got three minutes. Yeah. No. So I was going to go back to that. I wanted to talk about the NCAA panel recommends dropping cannabis from banned substances. I was trying to find that piece because I thought it was interesting because, um, so here it is. Here was the, so it was, it was a, it's pretty recent. It's from June of 2023. So it was uh, last month is when the recommendation came out. I'm looking at uh, NPR, but it was on CBS Sports and Fox News, whatever, where you could find it anywhere. But it's, um, it came out, they came out and said, an NCAA panel is calling for the association to remove cannabis from its banned drug list and testing protocols. The group, the NCAA Committee on Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports, said that testing should be limited to, and here was the, here was the really relevant part, to performance-enhancing drugs and found that cannabis does not enhance performance. So I know that we had talked a lot about what that really meant, and I thought it was interesting that at least the NCAA has made a determination that cannabis is not a sports, I mean, (laughs) a a performance-enhancing drug. Um, And so I would be curious to know... um, you know what other what other sports affiliated associations or entities um, had had made the same. I think the NBA finding. the NBA has, or at least they it's not on their banned substance list anymore. Anyway, let's take one call real quick. Okay. Hey caller, you're on there. You got about one minute. Yes, sir. I was wondering the website to go to to try to get that permit. I'll uh, we'll we'll get it during the break and we'll close out the hour with it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, um, I know the NBA lifted it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming they determined it wasn't performance enhancing. Maybe a better word. I think I've been thinking about this. Maybe recovery enhancing. Uh, you know what? That's a that is a better word. I, well, I guess it's a better. I mean, it could go either way, but yeah. but I guess as we go down this road and see who doesn't think it's performance enhancement, well then, uh, absolutely, recovery enhancement is is uh, I think definitely a. Yeah. Per- I mean, a, if we're calling if it's medical cannabis, right. we're speaking of that's right. I, performance enhancing to me that's just the, based on the effects that marijuana's had on me personally when I've consumed it. Mm-hmm. It would not be in a performance enhancing, but it, <laughs> but I could definitely see it being recovery enhancing. Right. I can't imagine right. too many people. You know, getting getting high and going and playing football, I couldn't. But again, teach their own different strands, right, right. different everything. Right, Everybody's yeah. body's different. I don't think you should be medicated at all if you're playing football. Like, no, you could get and, really hurt. And, 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 and I, I think it's only going to take one fa one fo, uh, yeah, fing around and finding out <laughs> that you don't want to you don't want to do that. Let's take our break. We'll get that website information together for y'all. Come back, close yeah. out the show today with Kelly Williams of Kelly's Green right here on Grow Your Know. All right, welcome back in to the last couple of minutes of Grow Your Know, brought to you by Kelly's Green. I'm joined here in the studio by Kelly or with Kelly Williams. This is Clay Edwards, and we're going to close out the show. We do have that website for you guys. We do. It's it is the Mississippi Medical Cannabis Program, and the website is mmcp dot ms dot gov, and that is mmcp. .ms.gov. It is the Mississippi Medical Cannabis Program, and you can go straight to that website. If you uh, if you go to the Department of Health's website and you click on uh, if you if you if you choose to to 
pursue whatever whatever action through that website, it will take you, it will redirect you to this MMCP. Yeah, don't website. reinvent the wheel. Go straight to mmcp.ms.gov. I'll also link that in the podcast description. So if you're listening listening to this later, just look down in the, in the uh, description there. Uh, whether it's on YouTube or Podbean or Apple or wherever you're consuming this, and hey, hit subscribe, share this with other people in the industry that you think might be interested in what we're doing. As far as I know, uh, we were just discussing this off air. We are the only show in Mississippi dedicated to the medical marijuana industry. Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. So uh, you know, spread the word. You know, hey, uh, we, we'd love to talk to anybody on here. So. Oh yeah, we we I love it. I love it. And uh, check us out on our Facebook page for more information and education. And that is Kelly's Green Inc. On Facebook, Kelly, yeah. thank you so much. Have a, a blessed week. Good luck with your event next. Well, I'll see you Tuesday yeah, in your event yeah, Wednesday, you so we'll talk about it some more. All right, guys. Uh, Jameson Haygood up next. I will see you all back tomorrow at 9 a.m. on The Claywood Show. I mean, 7 a.m. on The Claywood Show.